listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. In today's episode, founder of Little Bird PR, Lucy Brooks, joins us. Lucy is a senior PR executive with over 22 years of beauty and lifestyle agency experience spanning both Australia and the UK. Little Bird PR is a full-service public relations agency specialising in working with brands within the beauty, wellness and lifestyle sectors. Their long-standing and personal relationships with Australia's leading beauty, lifestyle and health editors, journalists and influencers is what sets them apart. This, along with their extensive knowledge and expertise, allows them to deliver outstanding results through execution, creativity and passion. In this episode, Lucy and I talk about the role of PR, Lucy's personal journey within her career, and working with a mixture of global brands through to emerging small business brands. Thank you so much for joining us here today. How are you? I'm very good. How are you doing? Are you surviving that lockdown? I am. I am. I think also just seeing that there's some sun on the horizon that we're working towards is good now. We're on the home stretch, we hope. I know that's right. And I don't think I've not seen, I mean, I've I've spoken to you and stuff, I've not seen you since May. And I think that was probably the last event that we did, wasn't it, really? Yeah, it was. (laughs) One of the last. Yeah, it's gone quick. Hasn't it? Hasn't it? All right, before we kick into everything, I would love you to introduce yourself to everyone. I will do. Um, My name is Lucy. I am uh, the founder and director of uh, Little Bird PR, a PR agency based in Sydney. English, as you can probably hear. Um, I've been in Australia for nearly 20 years now. Uh, moved here in 2003, married to a fellow, uh, fellow Englishman, um, two beautiful kids, 10 and 12, Amelia and Barney, and our 13-year-old little dog, Alfie. Um, I live on the Northern Beaches, finally just bought a house on the Northern Beaches. Goodness me, it's been a journey. Um, uh, but yeah, we're finally settling in to uh, uh, life in the Northern Beaches, so, which is very exciting. We're mid-move, actually, at the moment, so... Uh, you're yeah, moving during in. lockdown, are you? We, well, we, we, we actually settled at the end of August and uh, we've been having some work done. So we're in between, you know, moving up and down in the house. But I think we're finally actually putting beds up tonight. So, uh, yeah, we, we're, we've been moving in lockdown. So that's been fun just to add to the homeschooling and running a business, as you do. <laughs> what was the trigger to move to Australia? I actually followed my sister, I think, um, in all honesty. I mean, she, my sister's doing a stint in Sweden at the moment, but um, she is a beauty journalist by by trade. Um, she was working on uh, InStar magazine, or Madison actually, magazine when it existed over here. Um, and I used to come and see her on holidays for Christmas. I was working in London and um, I just wanted a change. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to go and try Australia. And I kind of then just fell into into my career over here and and we've not looked back and met an Englishman traveling in New Zealand and we've had two children here and um, I've I've not never been home we we of course have been home for holidays but we're now citizens and yeah we're coming up to our 20 year anniversary in Australia now this year. So incredible okay so um, let's talk about your journey into PR before we talk about Little Bird so what's your background? So I studied at 
the London College of Fashion many years ago. Mm. Um, uh, very lucky to get a place actually there. Back in the day, it was um, quite hard to get places at the London College of Fashion. So I was pretty chuffed when I finished school after my A-levels, which is what they're called in the, uh, in, the, in the UK. So I went to the London College of Fashion and in my second year, I was doing an HND in business and fashion management. And in my second year, you had to branch into buying a merchandising or PR and marketing and buying a merchandising was lots of you know facts and figures back then and I was like you know what I I think that I'm more kind of going towards the creative side of things so in my second year I decided to go into um, PR and marketing and um, so finished that course off after three years and then one of my first jobs um, was with a couple of friends actually in my local town uh, a little marketing agency called Nicholas and Knight and I worked on launching randomly worked on uh, launching a donut brand into um, one of our leading um, grocery retailers in the UK called Sainsbury's and I worked there for nine months um, and then I was going oh you know I don't know whether, whether this is really my passion because I've always been into you know fashion and beauty and my sister was working in magazines at the time in London and she called me and said hey there's a PR agency called Strawberry PR and they're looking for a beauty publicist and it's in London I was like well I'm living in my local town that means me commuting to London and stuff but you know what I'm just I'm just going to go for it and kind of the rest is history really um because that was my first job in agency life a small agency um and then after that I got a job in a big agency in London called Ketchup Life um which was you know amazing um some of the best years of my career uh, was spent at, at Ketchum. uh the agency was based in Shoreditch lots of fun um, and ended up working on uh, Procter & Gamble, actually worked on Olay for many years. Mm. Um, and then after working in London for a few years, I decided I fancied a change. And as I said, I followed my sister kind of over here. She was in uh, journalism in this market and uh, decided to, to move to Australia in 2003 um, and then worked at a few big agencies um, in Australia before starting up my own business about seven odd years ago. Wow. Okay, so, so around about seven years ago, you launched Little Bird PR, which specialises in, was it specialising in beauty back when you launched it? Yeah, so I, as I said, I've come from big agency land. And so I've always loved working in big agency. My passion has always been I've kind of fallen into beauty, health and wellness. And then I realised quite, quite early on in my career that that was really where my passion lied. I, I remember being put on, <laughs> I remember working on brands such like, like horse tranquilizers, like, like no joke, like horse betting tablets or something. And then um, I worked with a toilet <laughs> roll yeah. brand. And then I was like, it was an amazing experience because I was working on these big strategies and stuff. But then I was like, oh, actually my passion is in fashion and what well, kind of beauty, health and wellness. Um, so I worked in agencies that focused on that. And then I started having a family. And then I realised that, well, actually, we might want to have a little bit more balance back in our life for a minute. My husband took a job in media. He um, was kind of going gangbusters. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to decide to go freelance after we had our second baby we had our son um, mm. and I thought you know I'm just going to take a step back for a little bit let my husband just 
bolster his career and um, I'm going to go freelance. So I left um, agency, my last agency that I was working here was Saunders & Co. Gary Saunders um, learned from the best there while I was working on P&G with him for many years and decided to go freelance. And after a few months of um entering into the freelance world, I had an old client kind of come knocking at my door and said, you know what, actually, we'd love to still keep working with you. And after a bit of back and forth, they were my first retaining client and signed us on for a year. And so so my freelance career, which I was just going to take on a few projects here and there, then dis- then turned into kind of a small, a small agency. And I had one retaining client, which then attracted another one and it just kind of went from there on in really but my intention was never really to set up an agency it was to be freelance and have that work-life balance and be around the children and I am definitely you know running your own business as you know um there's up, there's ups and downs and it, you know the, the balance is sometimes there sometimes not um, but it just gave me that freedom to kind of be around a bit more um but then it turned from freelance into into an agency and and that's where we are now kind of you know seven or eight years down the track and we're a a full service agency that really does specialize in beauty health lifestyle wellness brands and in 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 that sector and we don't tend to, to kind of deviate too much away from looking after brands and that's our specialty that's our point of difference I think as well you know that we are renowned in those sectors for having the experience and the contacts and those are the brands that we we tend to look after yeah Yeah. oh my gosh I mean how fabulous now in the past you would have run lots of events and then with COVID, things have shifted so I don't want to get stuck on COVID because everyone's over it but (laughs) how has this like the, the the whole PR landscape has been forced to change um, because of the situation. So um, how has that affected you as an agency? I think, I mean, look, I think fundamentally the role of PR hasn't changed. Yeah, right. You know, we, yeah, you know, uh, PR agencies, consultancies, we're still here to work with brands to focus on communicating and controlling um, you know, the right information is placed in front of the right people at the right time, which which influences media targets to write, you know, positive, uh, game-changing reviews about brands and products um, to consume, you know, delivering that information to consumers in the best possible light. So fundamentally, the role of PR hasn't changed, but I think the roles of PRs have changed and the role of PR consultancies and, um, you know, publicist has changed in the sense that um you know the media landscape has changed um for example you and I are talking on a podcast I mean many years ago these didn't even exist I mean back in my day in London my my media database used to consist of print media outlets Harper's L Vogue Marie Claire Sunday supplements and that was about it right um you know but now there's so many more avenues um to get placement and I think the role of PR is educating the clients and brands on what opportunities there are out there and it's quite it can be quite confusing so when I started my career the role of PR was very black and white it was about you employ a PR agent or a consultant to generate earned placement. 
you send out press kits, you do press launches and you want them to write about the brand editorially. Now there are so many other opportunities. Um, it was once just about editorial or spend. You took out an advertorial or you took out a page of advertising and that was pretty much it. There was no blurred lines. And you know now as well as, well as I do that there are so many different types of opportunities for brands out there, native content partnerships, sponsorships, influencer marketing, affiliate programs, brand collaborations, and, and a lot of them have spend associated with them now. So it, it's our role as PRs is to educate brands on the opportunities that are out there um, for brands and educating them the best educating them on the best possible opportunities for brands to drive their brand awareness. And it's not just about traditional placement. Um, and it's also about educating brands on what other brands are doing. You know, we've had recently in the last six months, clients come to us and say, why are we not in that feature? And so I have to turn around and say, just so you know, you may think that this is editorial driven, driven this piece that you've seen that summarizes, you know, 10 of the best, whatever they are for our clients and why we're not in there. Because all of those other nine brands actually it's part of an integrated spend that they've done over the over the last year. So these, you know, there's spend behind it. You might not think it it is, but it is is in the background. That's you know that's what's happening. So that's that's the media landscape that's changed, I think, and it's educating um, brands and clients about that. Mm. Um, and COVID COVID has impacted that because COVID has changed the media landscape in that there are now more publishing houses. Have, have, they've had to pivot. I hate that word. Everyone, yeah. we've, how many times have we used that word? Oh my God. We've used that so many times over yeah. the last few months. But publishing houses, um, you know, they've had losses. Things have changed. Businesses mm. are doing it tough. So they're now not just uh, accepting press kits from PRs and then saying, hey, you can write about us. You know, please write about us. There's more to it now. So then, you know, when we send out a press, press release or a press kit, we now get uh, the advertising teams of titles come to us and say, thanks so much for sending that in. That was really interesting. We'd love to work with XYZ brand, but do they have spend? Um, and then we can come back with a whole integrated partnership. So, you know, that we, we never had to do that before. Yeah. Um, we, we were just you know, encouraging um, brands to do great press launches and write great press releases and send out press kits. And we're mm. now counselling on a lot more. So, Amazing. Yeah. So your team, like obviously you, you, you need a good team to be able to do yes. this. Also well-connected and also understanding how the role is con it's constantly evolving because that's just the landscape that we're in. Yeah. Um, so... Well, how, how big is your team these days? So there's three of us, and yeah. then we have um, there's three of us in, in you know three of us in house, but then yes. we also lean on other agencies. Look, I think yeah. long got about ten years ago, PR agencies changed and became these all service agencies, and it yeah. definitely worked for the bigger agencies. You know, they can afford to have in house graphic designers, mm. social media teams. They you know they have all levels. Um, we don't ever pretend to be able to do everything. And I think perhaps that, you know, you can become then mediocre at everything 
and, and so we lean on partners. So we have a, an agency that manages our socials, um, a great agency that, mm-hmm. that does that. We also work with graphic designers, um, but they're in the same um, uh, office space as us, actually. Yeah. So yeah. we lean on oh. those external agencies as well as our in-house team. Yeah. But in terms of my role, you know, I'm very hands-on. And that's actually one of the reasons why I set up Little Bird PR, because going it, when, you're, when you're in a big agency, um, you, you know, my, my career was progressing and you, you move up the, the ladder and that was wonderful. But what comes with that is a hierarchy, hierarchy mm. you know, in terms of how you're dealing with clients. So above and below you, there's many people. And when you get to a certain senior level, you are managing clients a lot more and you are writing a lot more, uh, uh, you know, plans and strategy and new business. And therefore you're less hands-on. And I love the hands-on aspect of it. I love talking to the media and I love managing clients. Um, and I, you know, that was one of the reasons why I set up uh, Little Bird because I wasn't doing that so much anymore and I really missed it. And I love the media in, in this market. They've become really good friends. Um, they're great to work with. And I love seeing the fruits of our labor, you know, like we, we sign on a new brand and then we, we, we work with them. Sometimes we work with a lot of startups. So we, you know, we, we work with these emerging brands and then we get these great results for them. And I, I'm really proud that I get to be part of that. We don't yeah. just win a new piece of business. And again, this is what happens sometimes. Um, and you know, that's, that, that's the nature of, uh, of perhaps bigger agencies is that, you know, when new business comes in, uh, the senior people work on the pitches, but then it gets passed to other people that might not have it as as, as much experience as, say, I do. Um, so I remain on all of the new business that we win and all the clients that we work for. And I'm very lucky that we get to choose who we work with. Mm-hmm. So we work on a small number of clients and... Um, it just means that I get to I yeah. get to work with everybody and and be so able to smart them. because exactly what you just said is so true. You know, so many places they win the business, and as you say, then the jobs get passed to other people. Yeah. Um. So yeah. the fact that you're across everything is is so great, and you've got such great brands that you work with as well. Yeah, I mean, look, we're we're, we're, we're really lucky. Brands. Yeah, very exciting brands. Yeah. I think our, our business is not, it's not split into two, but we definitely have some big powerhouse brands, yeah, some big global brands that we've we've started working with recently. But one thing we've also um, become very well-versed in is working with emerging startup brands. And I think, you know, that's to COVID as well. Everybody's been in lockdown. Everybody's gone, you know what? I'm going to have to change things. I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to, I'm that, that skincare brand that I've thought about about creating for three years I'm just going to go and do it that's what and I'm so saying then we, well. yeah, yeah and it's amazing because yeah. all this talent and all this excitement and all these new brands yeah. are coming on and and we're being approached by so many brands at the moment to work on these new launches but yes we are working with the likes of you know Flower Beauty which is Drew Barrymore's amazing brand I we, love her you products. know we work with Mukti Organics um yes. And, and, and some other big, you know, a big brand, Q&A, uh, which is a cult skincare brand from, yeah. from the UK. And they're in, you know, Chemist Warehouse and, and Priceline. So we're lucky to work with some big global brands, but also some niche startups as well, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's like, it's like a dream. 
you know, be able to like play with all the products and everything. Oh, look, I do pinch myself. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very lucky. I'm an absolute skincare makeup junkie. So the fact that I get to play with all of these brands oh, still, yeah. and I've been in PR for 25 years and it's just so exciting. Like when a new brand approaches us and they go, oh, we're just going to send you some samples to trial. I'm like, yes. My husband always said, my husband's always like, do you have to, there's so many skincare and makeup products in our bathroom. Like, what are you going to do with it? You've only got one face. I'm like, oh no, I'll make them, I'll make the use of it. Don't you worry. <laughs> what would you say that you're most excited about for Little Bird PR, you'd say in the next 12 months? Uh, you know, we've had we've we've gone through a big growth phase actually uh, this year. Last year, when COVID hit, um, I, I think it was a bit tricky in the sense that a lot of clients uh, went on hold, and that was uh, across the board. I spoke to my PR agency peers, and I think it was panic stations. You know, no one knew what we were entering into. Um, what's this COVID? How long is it going to last for? And everyone panicked. Now, a year later, and we're in lockdown, all of our clients have remained with us. Nothing's gone on on pause. And in fact, we've never had so many new business inquiries, which is so exciting. So we've had a massive growth phase this year. And as I said, lots of new brands are coming up. Lots of new brands are emerging. The brands that we're working with have got new innovations from overseas that we're about to you know, launch into this market. And all of those people at home have just gone for it and said, you know, there's this innovation that I've been working on for two years. Let's just press go and let's launch it now. So we've got lots of exciting things things coming up our team's growing we're recruiting for an account manager at the moment uh we've just won an amazing uh skincare brand from the u.s rock which is launching into chemist warehouse in october um so that's exciting another big global brand um so it's yeah it's 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 an exciting time and it's it's a big it's a big year for us we continue to grow you're right, though, because I, that's what I see at my end as well, is that there's a lot of people that have been sitting on thoughts, ideas and projects, and in the last year they've gone, right, I'm, I'm going to do it, I'm, I'm going to move ahead. So it yeah. is, and it's with such certainty when they move ahead as well. That's right, and it's so, yeah, and there's some amazing success stories. I mean, mm. we've been working with uh, two kind of best friends that have created some brands this year, and they've had huge investment from leading Australian businessmen their their turnover is in the millions I mean it's just it's 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 phenomenal there's some really exciting brands coming up in the health beauty and wellness space mm-hmm. um and we're so lucky to be part of those journeys I think we've been yeah. you know selected by some great brands to work with them just one quick question while we're talking like beauty skincare because it is quite a crowded market um, yeah. But at the same time, it's 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 doing really well. Like everyone is, it seems that there's heightened awareness, um, you know, that people want to, um, you know, partake in looking good and feeling good, like more than ever before. So oh, more, yeah, do, more do than ever before. Oh, I do. Look, actually, yeah. Yeah, look, I think, again, going back, we don't want to talk about COVID, but it is the world <laughs> we live in, so we need to address it. Um Last year, again, panic stations, yeah. everything went on hold. No one was buying. What what industry is booming? Skincare. Why yeah. is that? Because we're all on Zoom looking at ourselves. Yeah. And even my friends, I've had so many messages from friends of late saying, 
oh my God, I'm on Zoom. What can I do? I've got jowls. I've got, you know, jowls. I look horrendous. I've got, I've got, I look horrendous on Zoom. What am I going to do? So there's been, there's been this huge, yeah. um, you know, huge interest and, and business yeah. is booming in, in skincare and makeup because everyone wants to feel good yeah. even when they're at home, they're on camera, they're probably actually facing their colleagues more now than ever before, yeah. but at home. And it's in it, it's been a it's been a challenging and um scary time for a lot of people. It's been mm-hmm. devastating for a lot of people from a personal and a business point of view. And I think skincare and makeup health and wellness makes people feel better. And wellness is another category because people don't want to get ill you know people are looking after themselves supplements huge booming industry um looking after yourself inside and out workouts from home I think the whole holistic 360 view inside and out and I think it's a it's a big it's a big booming sector and actually all of our brands this year have some of them have quadrupled um in their turnover so they're going absolutely gangbusters yeah. so it's it's a big it's a big uh, a big increase in those areas yeah. so good where is your office based so we're in brookvale um we're on the northern beaches yeah right we, we um we have some office space in an amazing studio called the Ware studio which is actually a florist and an events company mm. and in our in the office space is lots of uh, amazing businesses uh yeah young entrepreneurial chicks um design agencies a glass a glass sunglass brand an events company a florist um so it's it's, it's a good vibe it's great That's to be good. part of that you'll be glad to get season. back in there oh absolutely I miss it I, I definitely miss it back no more homeschooling oh, <laughs> and my. me and my me and my husband listening to each other on zooms <laughs> is he listening to this no, he's not actually. He's downstairs at the moment. He's he's managing the children today for the moment. Oh, He'll listen to it later, I'm sure. Oh my gosh! All right. Oh, one more question. One more question. Yes. How did you come up with the name Little Bird PR? Because it's so memorable and I love it. Okay, so Little Bird PR actually was created from a very good friend of mine's husband, Adam. He um, runs a, an advertising agency in uh, Roselle. I, they're two very good friends of mine. And when I went freelance and then I had my first uh, client, I said, oh, I actually better become a bit uh, legit, right, and call myself something rather than just a freelancer. And I said, oh, help me because you're really good with stuff like this. And he works with a big healthcare company and they go to him to literally name brands and create advertising campaigns. So he's a whiz, all of this sort of stuff. And he said, well, Little Bird, it's about, uh, for a start, my uh, maiden name is Brooks. So I'm Lucy Brooks, um, which is LB. And then a little bird is all about gathering little bits of information and foraging around for, you know, the best, the best little bits of stuff. (laughs) And so it was about my using my initials and then coming up with something else as well as part of that yeah and then um yeah and I I, yeah I love it so we've just had a rebrand actually so we've just changed our logo and our website in the last 18 months but the name will always remain yeah I like it it's a good one all right so where where so just people that are listening um because there will be some small businesses list um listening you like Lucy's agency I can say is fabulous um and also well suited 
for um for small business and emerging businesses as well. Like you're not you're not Thank just you. global brands. No, oh absolutely. And we I wanted to just question that. Yes, so no, no, no. Think, oh gosh, I, I maybe I shouldn't reach out. No, you no, should. not at all. Look, I think, uh, yeah, I think um, uh, the global brands that we work with is because yes. of my experience of working on global brands, and they've come about through working with smaller brands. So, yes, absolutely, we work with big brands, but um, we work, we actually, we love working with small and emerging brands because we then get to be part of the team from the get-go and grow with them, yeah. and then you know really see how that we can change their business and drive their brand awareness. So yeah, no, de- de- definitely not just focusing on yeah. on big brands, but lucky enough to be working with some powerhouses Absolutely. as well. Oh my gosh! All right, so where where can everyone find Little Bird PR? We we of course have a website, so littlebirdpr.com.au, and we're on good old Instagram, and the handle is at littlebirdpr. And as I said, we're based on the the northern beaches. I'd say to pop in and say hi, but COVID safe, I don't think you can do that, and we won't be there. So until we're out of lockdown, but yeah, we're we're based in Brookvale, but we're we're online. Lucy, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you very much. Thanks.